thewellnesscouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. You're listening to The Healthy Shift Worker with your host, Audra Starkey. Hello and welcome to the Healthy Shift Worker podcast. My name is Audra Starkey and I'm here to help you to manage some of the toughest challenges we face whilst working 24-7. In today's podcast, I'm going to be changing the format up a little um, and I'm going to be doing so for the next few episodes or so um, with the sole intention of, you know, wanting to provide you with even more value specific to your life uh, as a sleep-deprived shift worker. And the reason for this change of format is that since I began commencing my one-on-one nutritional Skype consultations, I've just noticed that there's a a bit of a theme or some common challenges amongst my clients. So I want to chat a little bit bit more about some of these struggles, um, along with some of the things that we can do to implement to help offset them. So... First and foremost, one of the most common things I hear from my clients is uh, their constant sugar cravings. So why do shift workers, you know, experience, you know, sugar cravings? Why is it that we we seem to be continually hungry and, and we crave all the bad stuff, you know, the, the chocolates, the lollies, the donuts, the pizzas and the muffins and, you know, basically all the not so healthy stuff? Well, I guess in order to really understand this correlation, I need to explain how sleep deprivation leads to these sugar cravings. And I want to say that again, it's a sleep deprivation that is one of the leading causes of why you're craving these high sugar foods. And there's essentially two reasons why. The first has to do with the function of our brain and how it uh, essentially becomes impaired when we're sleep deprived. And the second has to do with how a lack of sleep alters certain chemicals in our brain, which can then lead to these sugar cravings. So let's chat about the first one, and that's uh, that being the function of our brain. So researchers, you know, have been doing um, human clinical trials, and some of these studies that they've done, they've noticed how certain areas or regions within our brain become increasingly more active, whereas other areas become more suppressed in those who have undergone sleepless nights. And that definitely, you know, forms under the category of a shift worker because, you know, we're quite familiar with having plenty of sleepless nights. And the areas which become more active are located in the deeper primal regions of the brain and have got to do with motivation and reward-seeking behaviour which makes us more inclined to crave the fast food or junk food as opposed to, you know, the much healthier options. In contrast, certain areas of the brain become suppressed uh, when we're running on little sleep. And and these are located in the frontal region of the brain and are related to more complex judgment and decisions. So in a nutshell, uh, when we're running on little sleep, our motivation or reward-seeking behaviour tends to overtake our critical judgment and decision-making behaviour, which then makes us more inclined to reach for the biscuit sweets and greasy potato chips as opposed to, you know, the much healthier leafy greens and salads. We also tend to, you know, reach for these simple carbohydrate foods or the more processed stuff because instinctively our body knows that they're going to provide us with a quick energy source. 
And so carbohydrates are essentially a type of sugar and they provide our muscles with a source of energy to help get us out of a tricky situation if need be um, in a hurry, you know, as in, you know, running from a bear or tiger. The trouble is that nine times out of 10, you know, in today's society, we don't need to be running away from a bear or tiger, which is a good thing. Um, But this can lead to an excess of sugar in our system, which ultimately turns into fat and more often than not deposits around our belly, thighs and buttocks, which is not ideal, I know. Too much sugar also places an extra load on the pancreas, which is responsible for secreting insulin, a hormone which helps to keep our blood sugar levels in balance. So the more processed and highly refined a carbohydrate, the faster it's going to be broken down by the body into sugar, which leads to a spike in our blood glucose levels, followed by subsequent drops. And it's this bouncing up and down of blood sugar, which can ultimately damage the pancreas and lead to things like type 2 diabetes, which unfortunately, you know, is becoming increasingly all too common in many who work 24-7. Now, the second reason, you know, why you may be experiencing sugar cravings has to do with an alteration of certain chemicals in our brain when we're sleep deprived, and one of which being uh, one which is called endocannabinoids 2-AG. The AG stands for arachidinoglycerol, which is a bit of a mouthful, I know. <laughs> so for the purpose of this podcast, I'm just going to refer to this chemical as endo-2-AG. So this endo-2-AG chemical increases the pleasure felt when eating sweet or salty high-fat foods. But what's really interesting is that studies on sleep-deprived individuals, which yes, includes those who work 24-7, tend to have much higher and more persistent levels of this particular chemical. So quite simply, a surplus of endo-2-AG in our brain as a result of lack of sleep is going to potentially cause us to seek out and eat those foods which are high in sugar and processed fats. So there you have it. It's not your fault that you're craving these, you know, all this sugar um, and you're certainly not imagining it. It's due to certain areas of our brain overreacting along with an imbalance uh, in certain chemicals in our brain which, you know, occurs as, as a result of lack of sleep. Unfortunately, um, you know, (laughs) it it is a bit of a bugger really, you know, but it it is what it is. And at the end of the day, you know, we just have to do the best that we can to help offset these irregularities because sleep deprivation is and always will be a part of our existence for as long as we continue to work 24-7. So I've talked about some of the reasons why you may be craving the sugar or high processed carbohydrates, but what can we actually do about it? Well, our ultimate goal or aim is to stifle these cravings as best um, that we can by keeping our blood sugar steady. This in turn is going to help in the prevention and or reversal even of type 2 diabetes, which is certainly one of my missions as a clinical nutritionist, um, you know, specializing in shift work, uh, health and well-being. So how can we stifle these sugar cravings? Well, first and foremost, instead of eating so much processed food, we need to be eating more whole real foods, as in those which have been provided to us by Mother Nature. When we eat more whole foods, which are essentially foods in their original state, they're usually much higher in fiber, which is the indigestible portion of food derived from plants. 
Soluble fiber in particular, such as those found in things like beans, oat bran, avocado uh, and berries, absorbs water to form a gel which increases its volume, which then helps to fill the stomach and increase satiety or that feeling of fullness. So we're less likely to be interested in eating other foods. And one of the superstar benefits of soluble fiber, in particular in helping with sugar cravings, is that it helps to reduce carbohydrate absorption, which in turn reduces blood glucose and insulin levels. In other words, it helps to provide a steady release of glucose instead of that surge, which can help to stabilize our blood sugar levels instead of you know, leading to that, that drop, which I think you know, most of us are all too familiar with where we We have that high energy burst and then we kind of crash and burn. Remember, it's our blood sugar levels that drive our sugar cravings along with that lack of sleep. So when our blood sugar levels are low in the case of hypoglycemia, it causes our body to seek out more refined carbohydrates or sugar. Eating refined carbohydrates in the process of packaged foods, however, tends to make us, you know, ironically, even more hungry as they contain little fiber, which can uh, quite easily lead to overconsumption and then weight gain. And this is because refined carbohydrates turn to glucose in the blood quite quickly um, as well, which leads to that you know, rise in blood sugar and subsequent drop soon after. And it's this drop in blood sugar, otherwise known as Uh, as I mentioned before, hypoglycemia, which further drives these sugar cravings. So it's important that we avoid eating the simple sugar foods in the first place, which includes things like the breakfast cereal out of a box, uh, along with lollies and sweets, chips and cakes, because it becomes counterproductive. You might crave it, so you eat it, um, which subsequently gives you that energy boost, but it causes you to crash and burn later when your blood sugar levels you know, drop again. It essentially becomes this vicious uh, cycle. So we need to work out how to break that cycle. In order to help to stabilize these blood sugar levels, it, it's, it's best to combine protein and healthy fats with every meal as this is going to help to slow down the absorption of glucose or carbohydrate in other words when we eat more of a macronutrient balance uh, balanced meal which is uh, which includes our complex carbohydrates healthy fats and protein um, and for example Uh, Complex carbohydrates, meaning things like vegetables and grains in the whole forms. Um, When you combine that with healthy fats such as avocado, olives, olive oil, nuts, seeds, uh, organic butter uh, and protein, which includes things like chicken, meat, fish, eggs, or if you're a vegetarian, things like lentils and chickpeas and quinoa. Uh, When you combine those three things together, instead of having a carbohydrate dominated meal our blood sugar is going to remain much more steady which is going to help to reduce those sugar cravings so woohoo that will be great if we can do that now if this is sounding way too overwhelming or complicated start by changing one of your meals per day it all can begin with just that one meal For example, if you're on a late shift uh, for breakfast, instead of having that bowl of processed cereal, uh, which is going to give you that quick sugar spike, but you're going to be hungry about an hour later, uh, 
Replace it with things like a serving of scrambled eggs, which is going to be your protein source, with sliced avocado, which is uh, your source of healthy fats. Uh, And then you can pan fry maybe some spinach and mushrooms, which are complex carbohydrates. So that gives you that beautifully uh, well-balanced macronutrient uh, meal. If perhaps you're on early shift, uh, so a breakfast that you could take into work would be things like uh, maybe soaked chia seeds in a nut milk of your choice, um, which contain all three macronutrients, protein, complex carbohydrates, and healthy omega-3 fatty acids. Chia seeds are particularly high in soluble fiber, which uh, not only is going to help keep those blood sugar levels in check, but also help with bowel regularity. Uh, In other words, it's going to help to reduce those incidents of constipation, uh, which I think we could all relate to. Um, And it's certainly a very common complaint um, in those who work 24-7. For multiple reasons, one of them is that you know our digestive tract even has its own circadian rhythm, which is incredibly fascinating. Um, but I'll save that particular topic, um, you know, for a, a different pod- podcast episode because I could talk about that for ages. So getting back to the having that macronutrient balanced meal of some complex carbohydrates, proteins, and healthy fats, can you see? Can you see the connection? It's all about eating more whole foods, more protein and fat as opposed to a diet which is dominated in that refined processed carbohydrates, uh, which unfortunately, um, you know, does form a huge part, you know, of, of most of our, of our meals these days. And look, I I totally get it. You know, I've spent two decades working shift work. I, I can certainly appreciate as a shift worker, you know, we're continually tired all the time. So, you know, we're always going to be, you know, wanting to reach the fastest and quickest option, uh, which is you know usually the processed um, and pre-packaged foods but you know they're not going to you know help to keep those sugar cravings at bay so it's it's just really important that we're aware of this it's certainly all about you know becoming a little more savvy in the kitchen because we are so tired all the time Um, you know preparing meals and snacks in advance um, is a brilliant way um, you know, to help avoid so that we don't succumb to those instant prepackaged foods, which, you know, of course are, are high in the refined carbohydrates, which, you know, don't do good things at all for our blood sugar. So just to summarize, sleep deprivation causes us to crave sugar in two ways in particular. It's, it's not just these two, but the, for the purpose of this podcast, I'm going to be concentrating on these two. By stimulating certain areas of the brain involved in our motivation and reward-seeking behavior, along with suppressing areas involved in critical judgment and decision-making behavior. Sleep deprivation also leads to an increase in a chemical in the brain called endo-2-AG, which is a chemical that increases the pleasure felt when eating sweet or salty high-fat foods. In order to help stifle these sugar cravings, besides getting more sleep, which is not always possible or easy to do when working 24-7, consuming more whole real foods, which are much higher in fiber, will help to keep you feeling full and therefore make you less likely to want to eat unnecessarily later on. By including more protein and healthy fats with every meal is also going to help slow down the absorption of the glucose or carbohydrate that you might be eating and therefore help to maintain a much more steady blood uh, blood sugar level and reduce those sugar cravings. 
So there you have it. That's it for another edition of the Healthy Shift Worker podcast. I hope you found this episode, you know, both interesting and helpful and you like the new format. As I said, I'm going to be doing a few more solo episodes and I will be bringing guests back on as well. But for the moment, I'm just going to be concentrating on a few solo episodes so that I can, you know, share um, some information which I think is really relevant. If you enjoyed the show, please feel free to share it with other shift workers who you think may benefit. And if you're listening via your computer, you can also leave us a five-star rating on iTunes as this will help me to spread the healthy shift worker message to shift workers and organizations all around the world. Also, just a reminder, I have recently opened up my appointment book to accept nutritional Skype consultations exclusively for shift workers. So if you'd like some one-on-one or more personalized help from me, please check out the link on my website under work with me. Thanks so much for tuning in and listening. Until next time, may you continue to be as healthy as you possibly can be despite working 24-7. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.